welcome, guys. So it's been some time since we did our last podcast. <laughs> Sorry, we did this last time. All the giggling in the beginning. All right. Um. Yeah, so it's been some time since we did, since we, like, launched our first one. The first one was, like, Sister Friends. Um, and it was kind of, like, a little bit all over the place. We had somewhat of an idea. Trial you, and error. You asked me what the mission statement was. <laughs> If we ain't have one. <laughs> but um, we decided to revamp. Rebrand. Bring it all back together. Just because. And here we are with Just Live. <laughs> but like why did. Okay. So like. I guess you could tell them a little bit about kind of what happened. Not everything that happened. Right. Between. um us doing sister or starting sister friends and then getting to like this point. So I think, and definitely interject wherever you feel necessary. I think when we first started, um, we definitely had great intentions. We definitely wanted to get our voice out there, help other people talk about some topics um, that we felt were necessary and life just happened. Literally. Um, a little over a year later, here we are again, but life literally just happened. <laughs> yeah, because we did it at, what, the end of... Right after... Or was 2019? Right... Did we do it at the end of 2019? I can't... I know it was before the new year. I'm trying to think. I think it was, like, right before Christmas, because we had those hats on. But it was 2019, right? Or was, was it 2020? It? I think it was 2020. I think it was 2020. It was 2020. Okay. So a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, some things happen. Some things. <laughs> A lot of things. Um, so, yes, we're here again to rebrand and just live is, it's like, just live. Live anyway. Like, despite all the stuff that happens, everything that has been thrown right. in your way, like, just live anyway. Go ahead, honey. Live it. Do it. Right. Right. So we um, definitely came up with the name to just empower everybody. Mm-hmm. Even though life is going to happen and life has happened and life does happen, just live. Yeah. Just live anyway. Real talk with DNB. Uh, hello. <laughs> it's Judea. Right. Um, so... I think a lot of what we wanted to talk about was just stuff that happens in life, mental health, um, life. entrepreneurship, because mm-hmm. that's that's the wave right now. Right. Um, Unexpected life changes. <laughs> Unexpected. Yes. Um, grief. And even though oh, that's yeah. a heavy topic, grief has been, I don't think there's anybody that we don't know that grief has not hit over the last couple, couple of years. years. Yep. Yeah. Um, cause the world has definitely been just different. Um, everybody lives have just been really, really different over the last couple of years. So definitely we wanted to touch on grief. Um, so we'll be talking about various, various things. So we're pretty excited about getting started with this again. Um, yes. So today we're talking about. See, I'll be forgetting to just look over here. People gonna watch yeah, the video. Yeah, we just like, like <laughs> right, 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 right. Um. So today we wanted to like kick it off with um women empowerment, like that. I'm every woman. I am woman. I don't know we live. We live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we wanted to to jump start with with that. Um. Because obviously we're women, we're black women, and we realize it's a job being a woman. Having Um, to uplift ourselves day in and day out. That, yeah. I think that is a heavy piece of just like, so you could even, you don't even have to be going through like, well, no, let me back up. Because you can be going through what seems like a lot and you seem like you're kind of drowning and it's hard it can be hard to get yourself up every single day and push every single day. Like, right. It's a choice to get out of bed. It's a choice to um, get dressed for the day. It's a choice to go to work. Like you literally have to push. Choose happiness every day. Yeah. Um, overcoming the mental struggles 
And even just to go back to our subject, which is women empowerment, uplifting each other Mm -hmm. um, during those moments and not tearing each other down and having understanding as well um, to add in there. Yeah. So if we so I had a couple of talking points, but going from like the very beginning, at what age did you feel like you Mm -hmm. entered womanhood? (laughs) Um. So I have a couple of answers for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I first felt like a woman when I turned 18. I thought I was grown. Hey! <laughs> Who does not think they're grown <laughs> right, when 18. they turn 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't Who, nobody tell me not Right. You outside, yeah. you chilling, you doing whatever. Yeah. You ain't worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was when I first felt like, and I can't even really say I felt like a woman, so to speak, but I definitely thought I was grown. Mm. Um, from you know being on my own living on my own having to take care of myself yes I had support along the way um, but again I just felt like I was grown as far as really really feeling like a woman um, I just recently had a birthday 13 Um, talk 30 to me baby (laughs) you're so silly (laughs) but I mean I haven't been 30 for that long but I definitely felt a shift in my life like I like I feel grown, grown now, Mm. Um, you know, just evaluating things where I want to go, things I want to do, the people that are around me and my circle. um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I have responsibilities and I cannot fumble Mm -hmm. what I have to do in life. Um, So I would say more so now is when I really felt that Mm. womanly feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? I think I can't even say like when I became a mom. Mm. I thought I just thought that, so I'm like, did she? Yeah, I just nah. I can't even say that because at that point I wasn't thinking like, oh wow, I'm a woman. I'm just it was like I'm a mom. I'm, I'm a mom. I think it was more so like your same experience when I turned thirty. Um, I felt liberated. I felt free. Like okay, now enough. Of how I don't want my life to be the way that it was. This is specifically how I want my life to be. And I think that's really when I started to notice that I was um, becoming more confident, more self-awareness of what I wanted, what I didn't want, what I was going to take, what I wasn't going to take. I think 30 was... That it's a that, different type of yeah, feeling. Like is. I'm like, okay, it's only been five days. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a pivotal, it's really a pivotal moment. moment. And I think for some people, it even happens before 30. Mm-hmm. Um, it can happen when you're 25. I think it is a personal experience. But for sure, when I turned 30, I think that's when everything really started to change. And then I think even more so within the last last couple of years, and I'll be 34 this year, the last couple of years, um, I felt like I was really like, okay, I'm a woman. Right, right. Like, is he? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, definitely the last couple, the last couple of years, I would say that. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, it can look different for everybody depending mm-hmm. on experience. It could be a life-changing experience. Somebody can literally view it as, having to grow up sooner or take care of a responsibility sooner than your average, I guess. So it really can be different for everybody across the board. But I think a lot of people would probably agree 30. Mm -hmm. Like it felt different. Like I've had other birthdays where I felt older. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was different from the year before. Like it was something about that age 25 too. (laughs) That one too. (laughs) That was, you know, that was a little different, but I started to feel old at 25. I was like, like wait a minute. Right. Like, I'm getting up there. And <laughs> then 26 next? was a little depressing for me. Mm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it was strange. Heavy breathing. Right. It was strange. Um, but no, sir. But I really think a lot of people can agree mm. 30. Like, you feel this empowerment and this drive. Like, it really feels different. I think also for some other women, and I think it could go for men too, 30 is not always so empowering to people. 30 could feel like... Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not where I want to be. Oh, my God. Like, I'm 30. I'm not 20 no more. Like, okay, your 20s was, like, legit. You you be playing around. You just playing around. You do what you want. 
that was where I think that was like that's the decade of when you could like you know you make all like your adult mistakes mm-hmm. because you're coming out of um like your childhood and into this young adult so you like you would say I'm grown that's you like grown you, grown yeah that's like <laughs> when you make all of your like adult mistakes and then you get to 30 and for some people it's like what did I just do with like the last 10 years? I'm not where I want to be or I'm not closer to where I want to be. So I think 30 for some other people, some people that I have talked to, they're like, "Mm -mm, 30 was not cool. I was depressed. I was sad. Like I was scared. I didn't want to celebrate. No, nothing. And so it's, it's different for, for a lot of different people. And I've actually heard people um, who have turned 30 start talking different in a sense of, I want to get married. I want to have a kid. Them timelines start popping up. Them timelines is different. Yeah. And I haven't said that, so to speak. Like, yes, those are things that I do desire to have, but not in a sense of, like, so you feel like, okay, now that I'm 30, when is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah, So for me, not putting a timeline on it, but your will start to turn, like, Okay. And then I think for <laughs> women too, then you start thinking like that biological clock. Mm. Like for the kids? Yeah. Have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've even I've even thought it myself. Like I have two kids. Of course I want more kids. And I'm like <clears throat> <laughs> Whose time clock are we on here? Right. Um that's like and that's another another piece to it. You be thinking like because it's like I don't, there's there's so many women that choose to have children when they're older, which I think is a beautiful thing. But I think there's so much scary stuff that if you read in the wrong stuff or you talking to the wrong doctors or then oh, it's really not, you know, that great for you to have a baby at this age. Like you really you really can have a baby whenever you want to have a baby. Right. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. But I think it's those those scary thoughts. Like you you be thinking about these timelines like and what's like what's going on. Yeah. And you have certain people. So I've also spoke to people that have said, um, who have a child or children, um, you know, they use their twenties to live their life. And mm. when thirty came in or after thirty, yeah. okay, this yeah. is what I want to do. So I feel like people can agree that thirty you feel more womanly or more adultish. Um, but you know, I've heard people say those type of things. Like I, I don't regret anything. Like I did mm-hmm. all that I could do. I traveled without having the kids. Yeah. Or some people, it's all about perspective. Some people feel like, well, I could still travel with having kids. Yeah. Or I could still do yeah. whatever it is I want to do. Or they may have the support. Um, maybe a grandparent is able to sit with the child or what have you. So mm-hmm. I really think it's about perspective and life experiences yeah. and the mindset and where we are Yeah, and really being careful of what we're listening to, who we're listening to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's in your ear? Who are you talking to? Right. And then also like, I don't think this conversation is kind of widely had like doctors as a woman so when you look back and i'm gonna tell you like a personal experience i was a little leery of getting like when COVID 19 happened and then they started talking about you know like vaccines and stuff and people were getting the vaccine i was like i'm not doing it same not (laughs) doing it i'm a black woman have you seen what they've done to black women like black women were experimented on like it's it's so having the right doctors um and you don't even have to always have you can go like the um what's the other route I'm thinking like you can the homeopathic route so what's like everything mean? so everything is like like the natural way okay like gotcha. natural medicine kind of way um but I think that's really important too is having the right OB um right so I definitely agree with that um and that speaks to for me and this is all across the board if you don't like your job don't do it what are you here for if you're not passionate about what you do and it's not to say you're not gonna have a day where you're just Mm -hmm. whatever um but 
I think they fail us in a sense when mm-hmm. we do, I've been to many appointments where I've been rushed out of appointments mm. or not being really explained things or, or not being heard. Right. Or you need to do this because of this. And how many times have we repeatedly went back to the doctor? Well, I still have this issue. Yeah. Like this yeah. is still going on. Yeah. Um, so I think, and it sucks because I know for me, I get naturally scared by the doctor. Mm. Like I cannot stand the doctors. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've had experiences to where I've had nurses, like I'll say, look, I'm a little fearful and they'll talk with me. They're patient. They're kind. Mm-hmm. They they'll got good walk, bedside manner. Right. They'll walk me through certain things, doctors as well. But then you'll have those experiences to where it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how is that really us being empowered? How is that helping us? Right. So and I think at, when, if you come in across a situation like that where you're saying to your doctor, like, this is what's happening with me and you feel like they're brushing it off, go get a second opinion. Like, talk to your other female friends. Who's your doctor? How do you feel about your doctor? Um, have you ever experienced this? And what was your doctor's response? Like, you you have to advocate for yourself. And the doctor that you described earlier, what did you say it was? And I was like, what is that? Like, um, the holistic? Holistic. Type of thing. Yep. Yeah. So I've, I've heard people say, like, yeah, I found this type of doctor. And mm-hmm. they've had better experiences or whatever yeah. the case may be. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm all for, for finding um, black doctors because I want to. Absolutely. It's just like little kids. Like they want to be able to see themselves on the TV. Like they want to be mm-hmm. able to identify with who they're watching on the right, TV. Right. So I want to be able to talk to a doctor that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right. That even if they haven't experienced them, experienced it themselves, they have experience with helping other women with it. And I love people who are like, I don't have the answer, but let me find out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, please don't, don't pretend. Don't be trying to act like, yeah. <laughs> please no, don't pretend. Just because you got an MD on right. the end of your name. Right. Does that right. mean you know everything? If you don't know it, and I feel like doctors don't know everything. Like, they're human. Mm-hmm. They're human. Yes, they've gone through. A little bit too human, but uh, they're human. <laughs> like, they've gone through extensive right. years of schooling, all, this, all that stuff. Of course, they don't know everything. But, like, like take the time with me to really figure out, like, what's happening with me if I'm coming to you with an issue. And I think, I know we're talking about woman empowerment. Um, but another thing I want to point up as well is having a man doctor. So I have one for a particular thing, and that's one of the doctors where I felt rushed with. So how is he really going to, unless he really understands Mm -hmm. a woman, how is he going to? Would you ever have a man doctor as an OB? Absolutely not. (laughs) And it could be based off of experience why I wouldn't. Right. Um, But so let me not say, okay. I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Okay. I don't even really feel comfortable with the female doctor. <laughs> right, right. So, Who does? Right. right so, right. no. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And it's, and it's, I do know women who their OB is a man, but I th- it is all your personal experience. Like you were just saying, I don't even feel comfortable with my do- My doctor is a woman. My OB is a woman. And even that is uncomfortable. <laughs> you lay in there like. And they're like, you're going to feel some pressure. Right. <laughs> and, girl. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Okay. And then they try to have like the small talk during your past. And, like, and this particular doctor oh be definitely having the small talk. We got, the, I think we got the same one. Oh, yes, we do. We do. We and do. I'm like, okay, you're doing a little bit too much talking, sis. Do what you got to do. So how's, how's the job coming? How's, mind you, you How have you like been this? since the last time I seen you? And I'm like, if she don't hurry up. Legs like, oh, my God. Right. It is so uncomfortable. It really and then is. me, she be like, open them a little bit more. I'm like, sis, I don't even want them open the way they are open. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so uncomfortable. Very, very, so very. uncomfortable. But. <laughs> Obviously, they need to be checked. They're they're these delicate flowers, so right, right. They need to be checked. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But yeah, I do know some women who have um their OB as a man. If you're comfortable with it, 
if it's been working for you for years and you feel heard and and some women's um kind of stay with the same doctor they delivered my babies like i think it's all about the personal experience right right absolutely yeah for sure so then i had this other thought i don't even remember what year it was um i probably should have googled it before like we started recording but do you remember the song i'm not your superwoman no, who sings I'm it? Not your superwoman. <laughs> sis, I don't know who that is. So who it's before. That? This was a long. Also time before ago. our time. Before I gotta Google it now. Let me find it. But so I wanted to touch on um, this notion that women are superheroes. Mm. And it carries this this weight of, first of all, it's like, it's like when you're told you're like, or not even when you're told you're a superhero, but it's like, it's not like a badge of honor. Because so having, so feeling like you always have to be strong, is that kind yeah, of what you're talking about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is so interesting because I actually had a conversation with a lady mm-hmm. who Oh, that I, like came me? out the year I was born. I knew it was oh, like, really? back, 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 back. So right at your time, basically. Uh, yeah, Karen White, I'm not your superwoman. Ooh, we might need to play that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I was having a conversation with this lady, and, you know, like we was talking about earlier with our name, Just Live, and, you know, starting the podcast and then taking that break um, and basically just acknowledging that life has happened um, I was speaking with her and she was just basically like, yeah, you know, I'm married. I got the kids. I'm working. I'm doing this. If I'm sick, my husband still go do his thing. Do what he got to do. I got to stop and make sure the kid's okay and this and that and go here and do that. And they're not basically, I don't want to say not acknowledging how tired she is, but it's kind of mm-hmm. just like it's expected. So, you know, me being someone who doesn't have children, who is not married, I couldn't relate with her, but I definitely took that perspective. Like, wow, that's what it feels like. Like Mm. basically being, you know, you would think the man's the head of the household. Well, so how we put it, right? Right. Um, But it almost comes off as if the woman is to a certain degree as well. Right. And you've been married. So maybe sheds and you have children. So maybe you can shed some light on that. But so I think I'm coming into the realization now as I'm like, because I've definitely changed over the last few years. Obviously, you're supposed to keep changing and evolving. Um, And I realized that I was always I always felt like I, I had to be superwoman. Like I had to be I had no time to be not wimpy mm-hmm. but like I just had to do what I had to do like I knew the kids had to be taken care of I knew I had to cook like I didn't do laundry because he just that was his thing he just liked to do the laundry that was his thing but I I had a feeling of like it was a lot on me the weight it was heavy and now that I'm at this place I'm not married anymore <clears throat> and I'm still taking care of my kids and stuff like, I allow myself that time to not be strong. I'm not a freaking superwoman. Right. I'm not. And I think, too, just to also speak to the flip side of it. So for those ladies who are not married and don't have children, um, you still could even feel like you're superwoman to a certain degree. Um, just even thinking about the trauma piece to it Mm. the life changes um not being able to say you are not expressive or you don't want to talk about what's going on because you are you're afraid that that's going to show a weakness Mm. right um or even the people around you you can have friends who depend on you and you got to show that you're a superwoman in that degree you know it's many different aspects of it yeah definitely it's like i think women now we really have to as we're supporting other women like reminding each other you do not have to be strong every single day like it's not realistic like we're human we have and there's a lot on us and it's not to say that there's not a lot on men um 
and I'm pretty sure we'll have an episode where we can actually talk about the experiences of men once we have a guest speaker. Um, but it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Like you do not have to be strong every single minute of the day. Right. I know I want to speak a little bit about our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, just from my point of view, of course, and you speak from yours. Yeah. But um, there's moments where I've gone through stuff, right? So, hey, Drea, this is what's going on. Whoop de boo, whatever. Ah, She's ah, ah. right. Ah, ah. She be, she'll <laughs> listen, right? So when I call a friend or I'm expressive or a family member or whatever, I'm not always looking for advice. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not that I don't need to hear or be empowered Mm -hmm. in that moment, but she gives me that safe space. Her amongst other people as well, but we're just talking about us right now. Right. Um, She'll give me that safe space to express and we'll validate each other's feelings. Obviously not foolishness. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, Don't think that. We don't do that. Right. just taking the moment to listen and even going behind the scenes praying. We mm-hmm. might not even say much to each other, but hey, I just need you to pray for me. Yeah. Or I need this or what have yeah. you. And we'll do our best as friends and with the relationship that we have to do that. And I feel like that's great empowerment. It, obviously, you don't have to be friends with the person to do that. You can hear, you know, someone's going through something. You could pray behind the scenes or what yeah. have you. But I think that that's very important to our growth and just allowing each other. You can have someone that you're talking to, a family member, a friend, a spouse, and you're trying to express yourself because what you feel feels so heavy and they're dismissing you. <laughs> or like your feelings are not valid or no you don't need to feel that right now because this is what you have to do and granted or like you don't have time for that right now exactly right mm-hmm. or you have to do this there's deadlines and this that and the third and I just feel like there's a time and a place that's appropriate for those things mm-hmm. but when it comes to our emotions and that mental health piece that we talked about we kind of gotta I think take a step back really understand where the person is coming from Mm -hmm. and move accordingly. Yeah. I think that's a part of the piece of like expecting women to always be like this super strong person. So, and it does come off very dismissive and being, so I've also recognized that when I have a client and we're in a therapy session, I have to be sure I'm not dismissive. Mm. Because it could feel so large to them. And to me, it's like, no, 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 we can work through this. It's mm-hmm. not a big thing. But I can't come off to them that way. It's large for them in that moment. Right. So you give them that space to say whatever it is they need to say. And then you you work from that point with your, you know, going with solutions forward. But I think it's a part of that that sometimes we are dismissed. And and I think too it's speak it's for many things. Mm. <laughs> um I'm very very big on the um and I haven't always been. It's something that you learn with time, but really trying to be in tune with yourself, right? That's awareness. Um, not imposing your views onto someone mm-hmm. else or your own personal experiences or biases or what have you, but really being in tune with yourself because we want to help Yep. people we want to yep. you know we want them to be okay because we may have went through that and we ended up coming out on top and we were okay and that's fine you know we can empower them at some point but yep. just knowing kind of you know when it's appropriate and I feel like we tear each other down with our words and we do and not even realize well now I'm not even gonna say don't realize it because some people realize some people it. do realize it right. but like our words have powers like Sticks and stones may break my bones, but work. No, 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 no. Child, that foolish stuff that we learned as kids. Right, that was silly. Yeah. Um, but our words they hold a lot of mm-hmm. power. Um, ain't that your little tagline? Hey, <laughs> yeah, your voice holds your, your power. Your voice holds your power. Yeah. Your voice. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like we have to really be careful. No, for sure, because you. It's like you don't know what somebody is dealing with. So I'll use myself for an example. Um, I, and this is, and this is based off of other people's perception of me and what people have shared with me, what I was like some years ago, I would have never known anything was going on with you. And you've even said that to me a lot. Like I would have never known anything was going on with you. I never knew. I thought you were fine. I thought you were all right. I thought you was fine. <laughs> Every- 
everybody thought I was fine. Right. And I'm like dying internally on the inside. Right. I was so used to. My mouth keeps touching the mic. <laughs> I was so used to like always trying to present this strong face always that like. I think I became dismissive of my own stuff that like I just I can't I can't show it. I feel like that also speaks to um, lack of trust of your environment as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because not only can we empower each other, our environment can empower us as well. Our family, our friends, situations. um, And it's just funny, like you said. (laughs) You wouldn't have been able to tell. I thought yeah. she was A1. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I just really think we hold up this facade yeah. as a way to protect ourselves mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I used to really, you ain't going to see me cry. <laughs> and I'm still, and I'm not even going to lie. You're still that I'm way. I'm still that way. <laughs> um, am I 100% proud of it? Absolutely not. Um, I definitely know I am way more vulnerable now than I've ever mm-hmm. been in my life. Yeah. But I don't like it. I don't like the tears in front of people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like it. How I look at it, why, what, what sense do it make both of us sitting here looking at each other with sad <laughs> eyes? <laughs> um, but no, sir. But not feeling safe to express, mm-hmm. comfortable to express. Yeah. Um, or, I mean... It's personal, but I've had a situation. I remember being a kid and crying about something and being told, you're such a crybaby. Like, what are you crying for? Oh, that stuff stays with you. Yeah, and I'm just like, and all I used to do when I was a kid (laughs) was cry. (laughs) So I guess as an adult, teenager, what I'm crying for? Like, you ain't about to punk me out. You know what I'm saying? So, But you don't think that. Like, I didn't put one with the two. Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. think that. But now analyzing it and having a conversation, like, that makes sense. We're taking those words and we're internalizing it and, and wearing it, makes, it. Yeah, it makes it a part of you. Right. And you don't even need, you don't realize that it has kind of altered how you operate something from when you were a child. Like, and I think this is also rolling into um, why therapy is so important. Like, it is so vital. And I think more and more as we progress, um, the the stigma of like I'm not crazy I don't need to go to therapy is kind of it's it's mm-hmm. going away because more people are receptive of it now more life people, has been happening uh, hello <laughs> more people are open with it now and talking about it like it is so helpful it is so helpful to really talk about all the stuff that you feel like you can't talk about with anybody else or you need another perspective. So I'm good for that. And I know I'll call you and say that a lot. I'll be like, all right, I'm thinking about it this way. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me is, am I looking at it wrong? Should I have a different perspective mm-hmm. of it? Like that's, that's, I think that's, that's vital. Right. Um, I'm actually in therapy and I've been for a little while now. And I can honestly say it has been very beneficial. Like, if I miss a week, I'm not happy about that because mm. there's usually something happened. I'm like, dang it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, I enjoy the unbiased opinion, um, mm. meaning they don't know me. Obviously, they're getting to know, they get to know you, right? So right. then it's like, okay, they do, you know, whatever. But not even just that, they're not going to tell you, well, some. Not going to tell you, you know, what you want to hear, but, you know, just validating you in that moment and then giving you some tips and some tools on how to overcome and move forward and not stay stagnant. Um, So I really enjoy that. Um, I, you know, see a lady and I feel like, you know, she even empowers me with the things that she's doing. Um, So I always leave, granted, therapy is not the most comfortable thing. I do want to put that out there. It's very uncomfortable, especially when you're not used to talking to someone and expressing and, you Mm -hmm. know, but it is better than talking to your everyday person because there may be some things that you don't want to express or what have you. But when I leave, I feel empowered. I feel 
um just strengthened lighter yeah like okay i got that off my chest and they're helping you to really analyze and dig within some things that you do not do Mm -hmm. on a regular like i remember being asked a couple questions and i look like i'm all teary eyed like wait what (laughs) because we suppress stuff oh for sure so even being a woman and going through things and feeling like you have to be a superwoman and different things of that nature you're suppressing things because you're like okay let me pack that away yeah yeah so i can kind of just put my best foot forward Mm -hmm. so but yeah I'm like, all right, miss. <laughs> because they're listening. So, and speaking from... And you're a therapist, yeah. right? So so speaking from a perspective of a, of a therapist, I'm sitting and I'm listening, actively listening to everything that we're saying. And it's really hard sometimes because I have to turn it off. Like when I leave work, because I could be talking to like... <laughs> Person. I'm talking to a person that's not my client and I'm listening to what they're saying and like stuff is firing off in my head like I really can't help it and I'd be like shut it off Drea but you have to like you're literally actively listening to what the person is saying and they can say something and because they've been living that way for so many years they don't see it as an issue and then you pick it out well why do you think that way why do you feel like <laughs> Like, why do you feel like you can't? I'm laughing at you, Jaya. <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Because I've had those, some of those. I'm like, okay, sis. But no, I want to speak to that really quickly because yep. um, I'm trying to stay on topic, but I feel like we're going everywhere, which is good. This is good stuff. Yeah. But even to what you said with, you know, feeling like you have to turn it off and different things of that nature, um, just to kind of also, and I don't know if I'm diving into something I shouldn't yet, but um, mm-hmm. speaking about, being a woman, right? Yep. And yes, we go through things. We've been through things. We've experienced stuff. But at some point, we do have to grow. Right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, you're not the type of friend that's going to tell me something I want to hear. You'll just be quiet, if anything. <laughs> I've learned that about her. <laughs> she will not say nothing. And I feel like, even if it's not a friendship, so even you dealing with your clients, um, Definitely still always be in tune, like mm-hmm. with your ther- you being a therapist and different mm-hmm. things of that nature. But we need to hear the right stuff mm-hmm. because how are we going to be empowered and grow and then be able to give it to somebody else? Mm-hmm. So I think so this is going to it's going to touch on a little bit of like friendship. So I'm going to tell you what I do with you. <laughs> tell me, sis. <laughs> So I think friendships are delicate. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously, you're going to go through things. I don't really. So people say, like, you're going to go through things in friendships. I don't think we've. I don't think we go through things. Right. Like, I don't. I think we know how to deal with each other, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I'll keep talking. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, like, I don't. I don't think that way when it comes to like the friendships that I have that we're going to go through that. I don't, I just don't think that way. I think that more so for family. <laughs> I don't even think that for my family. Like, mm. I just, no, I we just, done been through some <laughs> Yes, no, I mean, yes. No, but right. I think I just don't invite the thought of like. Right, like you're supposed yeah. to go through things because we can have healthy relationships. You really, it is really absolutely can. possible. Yeah. So even if you feel like, so me, I'll ha- I have the mindset mm-hmm. you will go through. I don't necessarily have that with friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like there may be a thing or two because there's some people who are not in tune. Even if you are in tune, you ain't all the way there. Right. Right. Um, but I know for family, I definitely do have that mindset. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because of the generational curses, um, not having mm-hmm. the knowledge, not having that relationship with God, not mm-hmm. having... Um, the strength maybe to overcome something traumatic or dig deep within ourselves to where we're not internalizing it. It comes off in our relationships. Yeah. Like it really does. Yeah. So if I, and I think it's really about like knowing the people that you're in relationships with and that you're in friendships with. So I, I can, I can discern what mood you're in, Mm -hmm. like by the conversation that we're having. So if Mm -hmm. you're expressing yourself, I, I let you express yourself 
Um, if you need validating and it's valid, I validate you. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that I don't agree with and I think you should handle it a different way, I get quiet. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I listen and then and then I go and I pray about it. Right. So I say, okay, God, she's not in a space to hear this because it makes no sense saying something to someone if you know they're not in a space to hear right. it. We're gonna do that for. Her. Right. You, um, and that's where offense happens. Because I can be choice. I can be transparent. Like, I ain't trying to hear what you got to say yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Like, yeah. what? I'm not yeah. calling you. Because nine, I mean, nine times out of ten. You be knowing. You know. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, like, you're right. You're right. You already know what's up. You yeah. just don't want to acknowledge it and talk about it right, right then, then and there. there. Because yeah. can you say that we've had conversations after and maybe I would have repeated back to you or we? I understood basically mm-hmm. the what you may have wanted to say but didn't say in the moment. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah. yeah. So I will. But you silly. <laughs> no, I'm serious. So I'll Let me go... tell you what I do with you. <laughs> because I realize, right. like, right. because God is at the center for literally everything that I do, he's, right. he's going to be at the center of my friendships right. and my relationships. Right. If he's not, for me, it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> We've tried that. It's not going to work. Right. So I I bring it back to God like, okay, you already know where she is. Like, it's not for me to fix. And a lot of stuff, it's like we need to go to God about. So I'll just pray. I'll give it to God. So I'm not carrying it because I think I know me personally that I do that. And that's something that I have to work on when I'm, when like a family member or my, my close friends are going through something Sometimes I'll carry it, like I'll pray about it, but I'm I'm holding it. So, and if- we've talked about that before too. Um, and I, it's it's like we have to be careful, but I also feel like there's beauty in it a little bit as well, because it's like we care for each other, so we don't want each other to go, go through, through it stuff. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that speaks a lot to the empowerment as well. Like it's a really broad thing like you know i don't know like <laughs> no it is like it is it is so yeah i'll just i'm like okay she's not in a space to hear it um and you definitely are... know me and mind you i just turned 30 you're about to be 34 mm-hmm. and she's known me since i was 16 16 yeah <laughs> yeah so i and would hope there so are sometimes where I absolutely know I have to say something. Right, 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 of course. So I'm not even going to, okay, so I won't say exactly what we were talking about. Remember we were at Sweet Frog? <laughs> Keep and going. It was day, y'all, y'all was having a surprise party for me, and you and Jerron got me out the house to have Sweet Frog, mm-hmm. and you was on the phone, mm-hmm. you was hearing some stuff, mm-hmm. and Shorty was ready. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I was ready to rip a head off. You was. And I but had yeah. to, I had to say it in the moment. I knew you weren't in the right, space to right. hear it, but I knew I had to say it. Right, 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 right. I had to. And in the end, you was like, no, no, no. All right, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, because I was, yeah. 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 Thank God for you. Uh-huh. Oh, thank God for you. No, seriously. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, for real, for real. Um, But yeah. Yeah. So... I think we have like dabbled on a little bit of everything, everything, everything. That's what like comes into like this, this womanhood thing. And these are our conversations daily, like Like, for real, not daily, but we was having a conversation the other day. We could have talked about, I know, this is podcast material for real, for real, but just live. I just want to pin that Mm. just live. Um, what else? I want to pin my little tagline: the refining process. Oh, child! Um, your voice holds like power, that. right? Your I voice don't like that. I don't want to go through. <laughs> I mean, it sounds. I don't want to go through no more refining it processes. It sounds nice, but whew. it sounds so cute. And then you got the diamond to go with it, and it just sounds and looks. But so the beautiful. stuff behind it is trash. Okay, it's not trash, but <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
No it's more the process. Refining. Right, right. Like, how much you going to refine me? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just kind of want to. So, I want to say when we're talking about empowerment, let's mm-hmm. throw some affirmations out there, too. Yeah. So, like, um, the refining process. No, sir. The refining process. Your voice holds power. What other taglines do we have? There's a lot, I feel. Uh, talk that talk. Talk that talk. Yes. Yes. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't you dare give up. Just some stuff would be. You be saying more stuff. Like what when do you I do your saying? hashtags and stuff. Oh, so that stuff like just be coming off the top of my head. Like those are some good affirmations, though. Oh, thank you. You're I'm gonna welcome. go back and look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm no, saying. No, there's something you be saying. Hold on. Oh, live and live well. Right. No, honey, I live by that. I literally live by that. Live and so live and live well came from I was in prayer one day and this was this was in like a, a, the few months after my divorce and I was like I was all over the place. Like I was I felt like I was in a space of like liberation and freedom but also at the same time it was a piece of mourning that came with it because I felt like for so many years I was like, Oh my God, like, who was I? Mm. Like, what was that? What, what was I just, am I serious? Am I really just coming out of this? Like, wow. so it was a, it was, it was a lot happening in my life. There was so much changing that was happening. And for so long, I felt like I wasn't living. I was literally like just existing there was no living. There was no funness. Now, people that was around me, you would never know. But all this stuff was internal. Mm-hmm. I was not happy. I was not having fun. I was not enjoying anything. I was struggling with motherhood. Like, nothing was enjoyable to me. So, I was in prayer one day and just freaking weeping, man. Like, oh, my. I can't even My say, little weeper. I can't even say crying. <laughs> weeping. Right. I I was happy that I was free and I was liberated. And then also like it was together, happy, but also mourning. And something that the Holy Spirit said to me was live and live well. And I just, you know how I say Jesus wept? Mm -hmm. Drea wept. Wow. (laughs) I just (laughs) cried and cried and cried and cried and cried because I knew it was an indication of like, sweetie, like life is about to like get good. Like, that yes. womanhood too we yeah. talked about yeah so that yeah. could have been yeah a pivotal point for yeah. you as well yeah wow. like just live and live well right like, i love just, that i love don't that just exist no right. more existing like and no more just living to get by no live and live well right and i think you know we're talking about the affirmations and the taglines and mm-hmm. stuff that we have um we have to speak these things to ourselves as well um, so I know when I'm posting things, I'm like, I'm saying stuff like mm-hmm. God first and don't yeah. give up and the refining process and beauty for ashes and different things of that nature. We have to remind ourselves. Yeah. We may not be able to get in touch with one another with somebody, or, yeah. you know, somebody really could be struggling to where they're isolating. I've been through that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have as well or what? Do you not isolate? What does that look like for you? I don't now. Um, and I think it's just because naturally I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't isolate unless. So I have been in like a season where God has me isolated. Right. Um, and it's not isolated like um, I'm not talking to anybody. It's more so like my focus is really like on what he's doing. I mean, he's literally doing something like specific and intentional where he needs my focus so he has me kind of right isolated right so there's a couple of different definitions for that so you could really be isolated to where that's where god has you and he just needs to do what he needs to do Mm -hmm. or you're isolating yourself to where you're going through something and you just don't want to be bothered um Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've been a little bit of both um, and especially with this 30 thing that has crept up upon me. Um, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm being dead serious. So in the past, I would really 
isolate myself because number one, I didn't feel like I can talk to anybody. Like there were specific mm-hmm. things that I was dealing with. So I'll back it up a little bit. Being a teenager, I didn't express myself. I would isolate in my room. Mm. Don't call my name. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm a yell at you. I'm a, I didn't have a voice to really just say, this is what I'm feeling right now. It all mm. was displayed in anger. Becoming an adult, um, feeling safe with certain individuals and then that being retracted. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, well, if you're not going to understand me and if I can't trust you to tell you, then what am I really going to say anything for? But even yeah. besides that, it was a natural thing for me to isolate anyway. So it kind of came natural. Um, I think now I don't intentionally isolate, but I'm going to be honest. I feel like the things that I have experienced mm-hmm. and am experiencing no one can help me but god and i'm really Mm -hmm. not saying that to be funny Mm -hmm. like that's a for real for real thing um yes i know that i can call drea hey you know this is what's going on whatever the case may be i could call one of my sisters i could call a family like i know that there's people i i'm not isolating to the point where i feel like i have no one i know i have people but i like the quietness Mm-hmm. I may need to hear something or yeah. feel like I need yeah. some type of direction. And I feel like if we're just talking to a whole bunch of people, I'm not going to say for no reason, but if you're talking to a whole bunch of te- people, you're not really going to get a clear direction. And how are you going to get empowered if you're listening to five different things? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. make well, sense. Well, obviously the first person, the first direction you go is God. God, right. I know that's lit, And that's something that I've had to learn um because i was really dependent on other people and i think that's a part <laughs> chow um that's a part of that some <laughs> look no sir that's something that god will teach you because right. he doesn't want you going to the first direction you should be looking up that's your first i know that's my first pivotal point is i'm i'm looking up first and i want to pinpoint i want to pin something there too God, number one, first and foremost, hands down, absolutely right. Even with therapists as well, I understand we ha- we have God. We have our therapists. We have our friends or what have you. Even for therapists, we have to be careful with that. Um, they are not our savior. <laughs> so you right. want to sit here and text and call and this, that, and the third. We're supposed to get the tools to kind of maneuver mm-hmm. through the week. Okay, you know, this is what, like I'll take things from my session and I'll try to apply it throughout the week or I'll remember like, hey, and then mm-hmm. I'll go back. Yeah, it sounds, you've been working on that. It sounds like you, you know, you kept that with you or what have you, but really trying not to idolize people. Oh, we can be yes. empowered by people in situations. Talk that talk. <laughs> but not idolizing the person or the Mm -hmm. situation or the circumstance Mm -hmm. because you can become dependent on it. And then when it's no longer there, what are you, how are you going to be empowered? Yeah. And then God will do that. So you, you may unintentionally create an idol in your heart. Mm. Like you can idolize someone and that person can be, you have this person so high that you're not going to God, that you're going to, to that person for your direction, for your wisdom, for your guidance, as opposed to going to God and he will nicely break it all up. Like, all right, enough. And even when we was talking about the isolation, um, it's the same thing. Like he, like, I say God is funny, but he's really not funny, but sometimes he is. (laughs) And I'm not saying that to be funny, but I can't really only speak for myself right now. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like when you go through certain things, and I'm not making it seem like I'm going through a whole bunch of stuff. No, that's not the case. I thank God I'm alive and well. Mm -hmm. But he will do stuff that is out of your control. Pause. You're talking about the sovereign God? Right. Where you have no say so. People will get removed. Certain circumstances will happen. You're in certain situations. And you're literally just like this. Okay. Like you, like. You were like, oh, this is this is what we do. And people okay. can internalize that a certain way and different things of that nature. But it's really just God moving. Mm-hmm. So. 
I made be empowered with that if you don't be empowered with anything else. But yeah. But the beauty in that, so it's scary. It can be scary, but the beauty in that, what I've learned, because I've seen um, God just be super sovereign in my life over the last few years. Oh, you're you're really just doing what you want to do. I think (laughs) (laughs) it pushed me to get to a place of absolute trust. Mm. Like I have no, there's nobody else I can trust. There's, There's no, seriously. I can't. Tr- I, can't I can't. Certain nobody things. Nobody else is going to take care of me. Like, I literally have to put all of my trust in God because obviously, if you're doing it this way, this is the way that it has to be done. Right. And, you know, <laughs> no, I just even feel a little overwhelmed uh, right now just thinking about it because it's like, we carry a lot, mm-hmm. like for real, for real. And just deep breath. No, mm-hmm. seriously, like you want to feel strong and you're so used to your life. I'm definitely talking to myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going a certain way and now things are out of your control and what have you. And you literally just have to say, okay, God, well, <laughs> like well, don't panic. Oh, yeah. Like as a female, just try not to panic. Um it's not really gonna do anything, <laughs> but um, right. trying to flailing like no seriously. Water, like. And I know for me, I've struggled with making hasty decisions. Um, so even just acknowledging that about myself because I'm trying to control mm. what's going on when I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, God is in control, and then He'll show you. He'll show you. Um, He'll be, oh, 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 okay. That's cute. You think you, you think got it? Yeah, yeah, that's cute. You think you're in Right, so it definitely humbles you for sure. Uh. Um, but really just say like, okay, God, I trust you. And you did it before. You'll do it again. Mm. I have a... Mm. <laughs> what happens? That to? saying, you did it before, you'll do it again. <laughs> I'll be thinking like... I'm going to save that for another episode. You sure? <laughs> I could go in 10,000 different directions right. with that. Um, My God, I hope you do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, sorry. No, sorry. No, um, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So as we're... We're going to put a pin right there. Yeah, definitely. So as we're wrapping it up, bringing this to an end, we... So each segment, we're going to take about five minutes and we're going to talk that. Talk. We're going to talk that talk. So <laughs> to end, we talked about kind of women, womanhood and empowerment. And this is something that's kind of been a little bit trending a little bit. Um, this term of boss babe, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> so silly. <laughs> so I think it's, it's and we're going to spend about a month on our podcast just talking about entrepreneurship and having guest speakers and it's gonna be so dope um so this will be kind of like a a segue into it boss babe okay you can't be a boss babe (laughs) if you ain't right don't seriously so i've seen a lot of stuff on social media like so i think 2020 birthed entrepreneurs like everybody, like, and it's a beautiful thing. It is an amazing thing. Y'all look at my face, cause I I have something to say, I and I didn't even plan on saying it. But mm. being an entrepreneur is great. You start in these business and you're working with people, right? Don't have no nasty attitude. Being an entrepreneur, being a boss, babe. Don't do that. You will not get my money. You will not get my business. <laughs> And I write reviews. Right. Long I am, ones. I am a review writer. Long ones. Don't. It's, it's so, it's such a turn off. Long ones. Yeah. And we only have five minutes to talk. So I will try my best not to drag it. But I definitely want to say this. So, you know, this is, you know, just live real talk with DNB. Right. So we're definitely going to be real. No, real talk. Um. But respectful, of course. And I just want to say this. I actually had 
a horrible experience with an entrepreneur. Um, someone who's a woman. <laughs> there was no woman empowerment whatsoever. And I feel like <clears throat> I appreciate everyone's creativity and what they bring to the table and the different mm. things that we can learn from each other or what have you. But definitely the attitude. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing for me. Customer Absolutely. service. You know how they say, oh, the customer's always right. I'm not necessarily somebody who believes that 100%, so to speak. Yep. But there should be a level of respect that we have with each other when we are conducting business. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know. I could have been sending referrals to you. I could have been. You could have been an investor. And I'm coming to try your company out if I like you. I could write you a whole check that'll set your whole business up. But because you of your just ruined nasty it. attitude, baby, you got nothing. And it's the entitlement behind it. Um, it's the because you know that you're good at what you do mm. that you feel like that's it. And mm. no, that's not the case. Um, stop leaving a bad taste in people's mouths. Mm. Um, if you really want to elevate and grow past your full potential... Dig deep within yourself. And I'm talk not that saying talk. that. For talk real. That talk. Dig deep within yourself. Um, stop being so cocky. Ugh. Stop being above. Stop think feeling like you're above the person that you're servicing. Because really mm. and truly, our money is valuable as well because you want it, right? Right, right. <laughs> like, you right. want it. Right. I'm giving it to you. We're giving it to you. So why do you feel as if because you're taking it that we have to take the attitude Mm -hmm. that comes with it? Right. And I think, you know, being African-American of color, um, being in this world, entrepreneurship and really just trying to grow our businesses, we have to do better. When I tell you it's disgusting the way we treat each other, Mm. I'm sick of it. For no, real, seriously. For real. So seriously. we would love to have some entrepreneurs come on. We talk mm-hmm. to them. We talk about empowerment. We talk about the things that we can do better and really just strive to do that. Yeah. So just um, we're going to define the term boss babe. Boss babes are um, pretty on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> They're these nice. Not, not, you know, you let people walk over you or anything. I think it's, and many people may not agree with this, but I think this is the way I think when, as I'm a growing entrepreneur, um, there's all about it. there's always somebody that can do it better than me. There's always somebody who can do it faster than me. There's always someone who's going to be better than me. What sets me apart is that I'm just me. I'm just Drea. There is no other Drea. Right. I'm me. That's what sets me apart. Um, but just don't be thinking you, don't be out here thinking you the bread and butter. Right. You're not. That part. Talk that talk. Because <laughs> you're not. Like, there's somebody that could do it better than you. Like, so if you're going to be a boss, babe, be a, um, an internally sweet, nice, um, understanding, um, there's a level of humility that we have to have. There you go. Like there you go. The same way God gave you the creativity talk that talk. and gave you the gift that doesn't mean abuse it and abuse others. Like you're literally how I look at it. You're mishandling your money. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like that's oh, how I see it. Right. It is because you ain't gonna get my money no and more. And it'd be so funny how they be having these attitudes sidetrack and they be like buy this, buy this, and I'd be looking like sis. <laughs> Bro, what was that meme you sent me? <laughs> I don't remember. What was it? You're so silly. <laughs> it was something like, it was something like, chicks be mad mean in high school. <laughs> I know. <laughs> chicks be mad mean in high school, and then when they become an entrepreneur. Hey, love. <laughs> hey, love. You want to try my product? Is you nicer than what you was in high school? Because if you not. And I feel like, you know, us talking about this, we're not perfect. We all have came from something. Yeah. But let's get to a place to where we're growing. You're not just dealing with your family members. You're not just dealing with your friends anymore. You are essentially reaching, outreaching to other people. Mm -hmm. You can't talk to us the way you talk to your cousin. 
And even still, you shouldn't be talking to your cousin like that. Ain't that your right. customer? <laughs> right. I have I have family members that have bought that bought my book, and some people gave reviews, some people didn't. I wasn't in nobody's face like, oh, so you're not about to give a review? Right. Like, no, you just like don't, it's don't just be nasty. it's the, the humility, the sense of mm-hmm. obligation, um, lack of grace. Mm. Like it really just be okay. You know, I know you're good at what you do. That's why I'm but here. You're dragging it. I'm your you're customer, it. but please don't drag it. Yeah. Cause you won't get my money. And I mean, just, and I'm not talking about regular misunderstandings. I mean, just full right out nastiness mm. to where I would say, I'm never buying your product ever again. And you're going to get this review. Oh, for sure. For like sure. just outright nastiness. And if there is an issue, know that you're not perfect and let's try to correct it. Because mm. maybe the customer is wrong. The customers can be rude too. They can. They can be rude as well. However, it's really about how you handle the situation. Yeah. So just do better, boss babes. Okay? Let's do better. <laughs> um, That is it for today. <laughs> we was like so hyped to get this started again and we are so excited of like where this is going all the guest speakers we're gonna have it's gonna be dope so yes like this share it with all your friends your family members leave us feedback please for Um, sure comments reach out yeah yeah (laughs) reach out to us if you want to be a guest on the show um because we've got a wide variety of things that we're going to be talking about so thank y'all for tuning in today thank you all right we'll see y'all later bye